Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Maltopia Podcast. For our oldest and most loyal listeners out there, we wanted to let you know about our new Patreon page. Outside of our careers and time spent with family, the three of us here at Maltopia have been working every night and weekend for the past five years, building our company into what it is today. With your help, our goal is to make Maltopia our livelihood, allowing us to bring you higher quality content, exciting new podcast series and published works, and a large central community for you to take part in. 
As a thank you for your support, we're offering exclusive perks and bonus content, like early access to podcast episodes, behind-the-scene creator videos, and more. Go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia today and explore our membership levels. And be sure to scroll through for free public content, some of which gives you a sneak peek at what you can expect when you become a member. From Mark, Steve, and Walker, thanks again for enjoying our podcast, and we hope to meet you soon on Patreon. The Lost Kingdom felt like a tomb now. All the Oversapiens merely corpses and waiting. Ingrin tried to submerge his apprehension for the coming war in all manner of planning, but there was little true diversion to be found in it. He could feel the will of the machine looming over him, over the entire city. Through the years, especially the early years, shortly after they'd fled the machine, He'd wasted much time pondering the Melengen, wondering what it truly was, what it wanted. It never truly occurred to any of them, after they'd stepped like mewling newborns from the yawning confines of the thing, that it was indeed a machine at all. They all knew, intuitively, that it was a living thing, a monster, the devil. This feeling was strange in and of itself as no one could remember what happened to them after they'd stepped foot into it. It was always the same. They entered with so much fear, the nothing, just a void where an experience should be, and then exited feeling regret and an obligation as nameless as it was all-encompassing. There were many attempts to break through the mental barrier, utilizing all the science and oversapient ability that could be marshaled but not so much as a particle of insight was ever gained. Eventually, the pursuit was dropped, and a new despair became the escapees. It was only then determined that the machine had to be destroyed, an act that did not portend to vengeance as much as it did survival. Living in the grip of a fathomless doom was no better than living as slaves, worse perhaps. But this pursuit would prove as fruitless as the first, the machine was always at least one step ahead of them. Angren was without peer among the Oversapien. His power, his will, tantamount to a force of nature. The most germane aspect to this classification was that his will was almost a force of nature, a deficit that would become painfully realized. So awesome was Angren's control over the world that he'd come to believe in his own invincibility that the machine had in fact engineered its own doom by creating him, 
and that karma was about to descend. But the machine had prepared a visit for its wayward children, even the greatest of them, leading the Americans to create for it a new child, one that would defend its father. After the Oversapiens had annihilated the American security forces, leaving their most recent killing machines in smoke and ruin, their elite legions obliterated to the echo of so many screams. A lone American took the battlefield opposite the Oversapiens. He was tanned and tall and lean, eyes sharp and full of rage. Angren immediately took him for a fellow Oversapien, or as he was later known, the first Malsapien. But this fact did not cause him to hesitate to do battle with the man, the latest avatar of the machine. He even stood down his people so that he might make a show of the man's complete destruction to intimidate the Americans into surrendering the Melengen. Ingrin's confidence, perhaps even arrogance, was understandable. His power was nothing short of a command over all things around him, the political power of a sovereign made into a manifest physical force. Men could be made to give their lives for him, trees compelled to genuflect, the sky commanded to fall, entire cities made to move on his behalf. What power could the American possibly possess to stand against the likes of this? The king of the Oversapiens intended his first blow to be the one and only delivered, and so decided to make a spectacle of the thing. Ingrin paused before his simmering opponent, uttering the words, Destroy him. Upon the conclusion of his pronouncement, he'd intended the earth to open to the width of a house, wherein the man would proceed to tumble into blackness, tongues of lightning chasing him into the depths. But for the first time the world refused his command. The earth, the sky, all of it had turned against him, almost laughing in their disregard. The Malsapien walked slowly towards Angren. His power stilled the earth to the Oversapien's will, then suddenly commanding it to open its mouth, only it was the gathered Oversapiens that were swallowed. The fissure was so large it might have consumed the desert itself. Angren was almost in shock having never known the limits of his power. But the screams of his kind broke him from stupor, and he realized he was in a fight for his life, all of their lives. While he couldn't overcome the Malsapien's grip on the world, he could use his power to figure out where that grip was most focused, plucking at the man's terrible power, allowing him a modicum of foresight as to his next move. Realizing Angren had pulled at the sky, trying to bring down the lightning, the Malsapien had apparently decided to further the Oversapien's lesson in humility. Lightning brought the last king to his knees, tearing through his body with the abandon of a mad child. As far as Angren could tell, the Malsapien's power extended exclusively to the earth, perhaps all of it. But he had to fight back, if only to escape. Angren howled at the Malsapien, his power concentrated into a single word. Die! Remarkably, Angren's booming command could be heard even above the relentless, pounding thunder. The American was sent tumbling backwards, the air dimming the command as if it had a mind to protect the man. The Melsapien rose from the dust, his arm limp and lifeless, its bones shattered. Angren had scored his first point in the contest. It was far from the desired effect, but it was a start, 
and the fight was far from over. Realizing the American's hold over the earth had waned slightly, perhaps only long enough to scold him with so many lashes of lightning, the last king directed his power against the earth a second time, roaring at the ground beneath his opponent's feet. Break, he demanded. The earth exploded and the Malsapien plummeted from view. Angren hesitated for a moment. He'd scored another point and wondered if he shouldn't press the advantage, salvage the day, see the machine destroyed. In an instant, Angren was blown through the air, a moth before the sun, the world detonating with nuclear force. It took all his power to preserve some semblance of his life, his body decimated. Bones, organs, flesh, all of him save for a small particle of a once indomitable will, smashed. The mushroom cloud rose like a divine column lifting up heaven, the volcanic mound beneath rumbling hell's disapproval. Hovering between the biblical refulgence was the American, the first Malsapien, the Earthus. Angren used his dwindling power upon himself, willing a body that was rightly dead to rise and run. That day was decades past, and the Oversapiens had only suffered in the days since, some of them dying during their own trials, others turning traitor and abandoning the cause. All this while the machine continued to grow in strength. While it was true that time had enlarged the boundaries of their power, these extensive advantages were more than counterbalanced by the misery and pain they often affected for their exercise. For Angren, the price of his power was the weight of his own crown, to feel the pain and desolation that became his kingdom, a collective misery that was magnified through the lens of his authority. Any good king is as much ruled by his people as he is a ruler. This psychic backlash manifested in illness of all types, and currently the monarch from the machine felt as if he were coming apart his flesh sporting lesions and his bones cracked and ever weakening. The end of a long and painful era was drawing to a close, it seemed. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ironically, it was Caleb and Tressy, the weakener, who afforded the king of the Oversapiens any real strength, his power lessening the burden of his master's authority. Thus, Angren could still walk and talk, and heft the remaining balance of his responsibilities, trying, however improbable the gambit, to spare his people the will of the machine. Yet the price of his own power caused Caleb to slip into madness. The infirmity he caused the world reflected in the halls of his mind, so his applications of succoring frailty had to be applied sparingly, lest he run mad forever. Together they sat in the subterranean chamber, a few whispering candles defying the darkness, Angren upon his crumbling throne, and Caleb always reposing nearby, lingering perhaps on the ancient debris, or reclining in the musty chair that had been brought in for him despair sitting atop both men like a tombstone. The Americans are but the most recent mask of the machine. It's what lies behind the cold metal of the device itself that we're contending with, the devil that holds us to account. And I can't help but wonder if it's all but useless to try and outwit the devil. Angren put aside the vellum journal wherein he secured his plans, such as they were. But what the Strahd said must mean something. It can be beaten because it was beaten. Who knows how many times. And I saw you pound that lit-eyed devil into the ground, fucking wanker. Ingrin only smiled slightly at his subject's words, as if he were tolerating those of a child. And you saw the Earthus nearly lay your king in his grave. And you helped dig the graves of our own people who died that day. The Sovereign likely thought it improper to foster lost hopes. Right, but we'll see how much the Earth likes him after I put that power of his on its lowest setting. There's a bright side here, Ingrin, if you care to look for it. 
Caleb was still trying to get used to calling his king by his first name. And looking into the sun only leads to blindness. We need to face the truth, Caleb. We're weaker than ever we have been, sitting here in this tomb, waiting for the end to fall on us. Caleb interpreted the words as if they came from the collected over sapiens above, so he steeled his mind as best he could and laid his power across his king's buckling shoulders. We have destroyed, and you have us, and from what we figured out over the years, the Earthus might not even be around anymore. Wouldn't be the first time a spawn of the machine went belly up for lack of a proper spine. How many of us put themselves down over the years? I ain't saying that's a good thing, but in this case it just might be. Then why would the machine choose now to act? One does not launch an unsolicited attack at their weakest. Only when their strength is primed for the fight. When victory is most assured. Caleb didn't want to bear the burden of his master's superior reasoning. It was too heavy for him. Whatever happens, Angren, it won't be your fault. You tried your best. Ain't a one of us can blame you. You was always the strongest of us. Doing right when we couldn't. Caleb recalled his wife's face as she was being dissolved, digested, by the monstrous thing that came for him to collect on his debt. That's what fault looks like, he grieved to himself. He'd willingly invited an innocent woman into his doomed, damned life, knowing what could happen. He intensified his weakening field, this time for himself. He could feel the mollifying madness creep into his mind, like too much drink taken hold. Anyway, we'll give him a right good fight, we will, one way or the other. Caleb leaned back in his chair, the sound of the straining old wood echoing throughout the massive, darkened space. It's not the fight, or even the dying, that concerns me, Caleb. It's what comes after. The machine didn't create us only to kill us after a time. It made us to be used for something. After we're ripened. Caleb swallowed hard, his mind twisting to keep up with the awful images his king conjured. There may be more things in heaven and earth that can be dreamt of, Caleb, but the same likely holds true for hell. I fear we over-sapiens may come to know this best of all. Jesus, man, enough. You can't think this way. Sure, maybe the machine's the devil, but as far as I understand the thing, all devils are made to be beaten, even this one, and they always pounce when you're lowest when you run down and don't think you can take another shot. But that's a weakness we can fix. We don't have to take this shit lying on our backs where the wanker wants us. We can stand up to it. The last thing a devil ever wants you to do. Like I said, it's been bested before by friggin' owling monsters, from what Stojan said. If a bunch of animals can do it, so can we. But we sure as hell ain't gonna do much standing up with all this fucking soaking. Caleb would never speak to his king in such a way, had he been in his right mind, at any rate. Regardless of his insubordination, or perhaps because of it, the king of the Oversapiens seemed moved by the weakener's words. Ingrin smiled softly, likely realizing the weakener was talking out the progressively slipping side of his brain. The strangest thing about madness is that it often conceals wisdom. 
Ingrin stood up from the ruined throne. Come, my friend. There's work yet to be done. Caleb's own smile joined the candles in their bid to brighten the room. The pain had been growing by the day and had finally reached a point where she had to acknowledge it. Hazel hated to miss the dinner party, one of the rare opportunities she'd been given to do something approaching normality, even if the event were populated exclusively by the malgenically engineered. She knew the pain was not normal, as it ignored her attempts at regression, to reorder her body back to a previous state of health, and she knew it was likely the result of the thing that had taken up residency in her head, having moved on from her dreams. She told the rest of the passengers everything she knew about the Malsapien-eating monster from the dead-end street, its resemblance to the things in her dreams, the possibility that more were on their way if those dreams were in any way accurate, everything they needed to construct an informed plan as to how to proceed. But she dared not speak of the thing lurking her thoughts, even if her condition did, if perhaps only superficially, resemble that of Eric's. But what was even worse was that she couldn't tell them. Something seemed to change her mind whenever she thought of coming clean. She could feel her concerns over the matter being held captive, dulling her sense of urgency. And now it felt like something was trying to gnaw its way out of her guts. Yet the pain had the side effect of allowing her to focus more completely on the problem, realize, to some extent, its breadth. She didn't want to speak to it. The monster confirm beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was indeed there, rather than some regression-related hallucination left over from a dream. But she had to know. What do you want? She said angrily as she clutched her belly, folding herself into the fetal position atop her bed. At first there was a long silence, the sound of a vast distance opening within her, a bridge to the prehistoric past unfurling. I want to live again, and I shall, through you. It has already begun. The pain would vanish, creature, if only you would stop all this useless resisting. The voice was like liquid thunder, powerful and quicksilver. Am... am I dying? Hazel's mind was catching up with her predicament. Perhaps, but we will see. There is so much here that has never been tried. Only this much is certain. I will once again walk a trembling earth, and I shall once again be a king under the stars. And through you... I shall prove once and for all. Not even death can hold the likes of Baal. You goddamn thing. I'll find a way or they will. One way or the other. Her mind, her realization of it all, was fading again. <laughs> Sleep now, creature. There's nothing you can do. I... I'm as inevitable as passing time. Hazel collapsed upon the bed and dreamed of terrible, terrible things. 
Thank you once again for listening to another episode of the Maltopia Podcast. To help us grow and spread the word, we'd love nothing more than for you to like, comment, rate, and review us on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform. You can also connect with us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and tweet us on Twitter for the latest original artwork and important updates. And for even more about our ever-growing literary world, head to Maltopia.com to read our dark fiction and gain access to giveaways and discounts with our newsletter. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.